Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 84th episode of the Five Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Shaw Bell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the star of Bar Rescue, John Taffer. Born in Great Neck, New York, John first entered the restaurant industry in 1973 as a bartender in West Hollywood, California, while performing as a drummer in a band. From there, he held his first management position at a nightclub, eventually leaving it to open up his first bar in 1989. Over the next two decades, he rose to prominence in his industry as the president of the nightclub and bar media group and being recognized in the Nightclub Hall of Fame. In 2011, John's hit reality TV show, Bar Rescue, premiered on Spike TV and it's now in its seventh season. The show's success led to the spin-off show, Marriage Rescue, two best-selling books, a podcast called No Excuses, and a new restaurant chain called Taffer's Tavern. I've been meaning to get together with John for a while now and was especially interested in his business views during this pandemic. So John, your industry has been greatly affected in this pandemic with many restaurants and bars closing and they may, may not even recover. Uh, you said that the most important asset that business owners can build right now is trust. And I really agree. I mean, I've been hearing that more and more. How can restaurant owners or anyone in business build the trust that will put them in a better position when we're in the aftermath of this pandemic? Well, you know, I, I trust is one of the most difficult things to build. And the best way to build trust is with transparency. So I think when you go inside a restaurant, when you go inside a bar, you need to see things that are different, Dan. You need to see staff maybe dressed a little differently. You need to see spacing requirements. You need to see certain things have changed so that you're comfortable in the fact that they've changed the operation with your safety in mind. And these little things that are transparent, for example, we're opening a restaurant in Atlanta, Taffer's Tavern. We put a camera in the kitchen so you can open an app and look in the kitchen and watch your food get cooked. That provides a comfort to you. When you see a separate person running the food from the server and you realize why, that makes you comfortable. When you realize that somebody else is taking money, not your server, because they don't want that contamination of a server touching money, those things start to make you comfortable. And I think it's the operations that have observable, transparent changes in policies are going to make a difference. We were talking to retail stores. They got to change the way their aisles are configured. They got to do something outside the store when you look in that makes you say, oh, they've changed things. It must be safe in there. I'm going in. I think that we have to affect some visual change to be transparent in the fact that we're acting on behalf of their safety. Yep. Being thoughtful, paying attention to safety precautions, very effective. Even though you're a prominent figure in your industry now, you started off as a bartender in your youth, which means you have a level of empathy that a lot of people might not have when you're dealing and going into bars and telling them how to operate and how to improve. I was actually a caterer at my temple and something that I always tell people is that everyone should have a service job in their youth because it makes you more relatable and empathetic 
and really appreciate where you are as you grow and develop. How did your first job as a bartender prepare you for the future you have in your industry? It's funny. The first bartending job I had was for the worst owner in the world. And I learned about what owner attitudes did to me, what their lack of caring did to me, their lack of operations did to me. My second job was for a great owner. And I saw the difference. It taught me how to be a far better owner and a far better manager. Also, I agree with you about service. Another aspect of working in that business is it's humbling. You know, serving people is a humbling and rewarding experience, but it's also humbling. And you learn how to deal with difficult people. Sure. That's what I learned. Sure. And I learned that an owner is everything. You know, as an employee, I learned that. The personality of the owner carries through the entire business. You know, their priorities carry through the entire business. So I, you know, had the image and the mentor of great ownership to strive to be. While your bar rescue and marriage rescue TV shows are both different, both focus on relationships. Can you explain why most relationships fail and what all successful ones have in common? You know, it's interesting. A relationship, whether it's a business partnership or a marriage, can be very much the same. Obviously, there has to be a connection between business partners and their business for it to work. That has to be a relatability. Two, partners have to get along, meaning that they have continuity. If you don't believe we have a future together, you're not going to fight for much of anything. The third thing is there has to be growth. If we're not growing as individuals as well as a business, then we both lose interest. The other last element is we both have to contribute, whether it's money, time, energy, effort. So if a relationship has those key four elements, it starts to have the basis of success. It's funny, Dan, it's the same thing for a marriage as it would be a great business partnership. So there is a a lot of commonality. And when I do bar rescues, remember, I believe every failing business has a failing owner. I have to start on the owner and then I can work on the business, but it always starts with the, with the individual who's in charge. Over the course of your career, you've heard all types of excuses from people who are afraid to address their underlying issues. Can you give an example of one of the excuses you've made, how you addressed it and what you learned about yourself in the process? Sure. I'll, I'll make it timely. Uh, uh, when when uh, this pandemic started, my television show stopped production. All my podcasts and other things stopped production. I have a studio in Las Vegas. I couldn't go to it anymore. You know, I kept my employees on apparel, but I can't be with them. I can't see them. So all of my industry started to unravel. So I go to my house and the first two weeks I'm in my house, I'm paralyzed. I've got the greatest excuse of all time. It's a pandemic. The world is changing. I don't know what it's going to become. So I sat and I watched the news for two weeks and got more and more depressed by the hour. After two weeks, suddenly I realized, wait a minute, I have to reinvent myself. I still have to make a living. I still have to go on. And I took the pandemic excuse out of my mind. And then I started focusing on what is my new reality? What do I do? What action plans can I develop? What steps do I need to take? What calls do I need to make? And I did it too. And we can all fall into that excuse mode right now. We got one of the greatest excuses in the world. But make no mistake, this pandemic ends. And when it does, what are we going to do to restart our lives again? And we better be working on that now. So I sort of shut down for a couple of weeks and, and, you know, sort of rolled up in a ball, if you will. And then I came out fighting after those two weeks. And we all have to do that. And it's something that we both have in common in terms of actual business strategy right now is we're keeping ourselves out there because you want to be top of mind when the opportunities come back. They want to think of you first. If you aren't posting on social media, if you're not recording podcasts, if you're not going on TV, if you're not out there, then you're not going to be top of mind when the economy rebounds. What do you think? 
Oh, I completely agree. So, so I'm not doing keynotes now. I'm doing V notes now, <laughs> right? So I have to rethink, how does that happen? How do you communicate in this different medium? I still have to motivate people. I still have to educate people. I just have to do it a different way. And what's your best piece of career advice? Oh, but best piece of career advice is, is no excuses. No excuses. Pick what your dream is. And remember, excuses paralyze us. All an excuse is, is a reconciliation of a mistake. Whenever we use an excuse, we did something we shouldn't have. We didn't do something we should have, or we otherwise screwed up. Keep excuses out of your life. Own your own accountability. I think that's the number one key element of success. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, John. To follow his journey, you can listen to his podcast, No Excuses, and find him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where he shares clips from Bar Rescue, pictures of his family, appearances, business advice, and perspectives on the restaurant industry. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now. 